This episode is brought to you by the Weight Inclusive Business Workshop. Hannah and I are hosting a two-day business workshop on September 29th and 30th. During these two days, we'll cover the importance of laying a business foundation that'll set you up for success, business strategies to keep you on the path to success, business finances, marketing, customer experience journey, systems so you can work smarter and not harder, and you guessed it, the Enneagram, and how to use it as a business tool. It's going to be a mix between learning and doing, so you'll walk away from our time together with things checked off your business to-do list. September 29th and 30th, registration is open now. And if you're a dietitian, we have applied for CEUs. You're seriously not going to want to miss this. Head on over to weightinclusiveinnovators.com to register. Welcome to the Weight Inclusive Innovators Podcast. My name is Hannah Turnbull. And I'm Morgan Sinclair. We're two non-diet dietitians, entrepreneurs, and Enneagram 7s here to talk shop about the business side of things. From managing a team of clinicians, to building a cohesive brand, to figuring out how the heck to pay yourself, we get deep down in it talking about what it actually takes to start, run, and grow your weight inclusive business the good and the messy. We know your degree didn't include any business classes, at least not any applicable to what you're doing now as an entrepreneur. This is why we are on a mission to bring business education to other weight-inclusive clinicians. Say sayonara to all the hours spent on Google and hello to information that is actually relevant. Let's dive in to today's episode. Happy Monday, weight-inclusive innovators. Today, we are going to be chatting about asking for what you want in your business. But before we dive into today's episode, let's check in. Hello, Morgan. Hi, Hannah. What were your business highs and lows this week? I'm going to start with my low because this past week, these last seven days, I have been so low energy and it is seriously impacting my ability to like get shit done and it's making it a lot harder to get shit done. I don't know what's going on. I have just like not been wanting to wake up as early as I usually do. I've been sleeping until like 839, which is fine, but it's just out of my norm. And I feel like whenever I am in low energy time spans, I get so hard on myself. And it's like this like allowing myself to rest, but then not being as productive as I usually am when there are things on my to-do list and then feeling behind and then I'm more anxious and it's just like a whole freaking spiral. Ugh, I am just (laughs) relating too much to that and also sending you a ton of compassion because I think about this concept a lot through my own experience, through you and I hashing stuff out about like, fuck, why can't we just go, go, go all the time? And then even with my business coaching clients, And it's true. Like our bodies hit a capacity and we don't get to decide when that is and when it's happening and we're low energy for all the different reasons. There's just this like, no feeling of like grasping of like, I need to do this, but I can't. I'm sinking back in my couch and this is where I'm at. And so I know you'll bounce back soon and giving yourself as much grace as you can. I am with you in that. It was towards the end of last week, I would say it was like, the worst. And then I ended up working a little bit on Sunday afternoon, which I, I don't know. I usually don't work too much on Sundays. Sometimes I'll do like a Saturday morning coffee shop. Cause it like feels like a continuation of Friday, but that helped. And then I like got up and went to a yoga class Monday morning. And I was like, we're going to start this week off like with something planned. So I can't just like lay in bed 
And then I got my favorite smoothie after. And so that was like a good start to the, to the, um, week. I had a co-working session with one of my friends for two hours, Monday morning. And so it was just like dedicated time. And I was like, thank God I have this on my schedule because I would not have gotten anything done otherwise. That's super smart to have something set up to where you're like, yep, I literally have to get up for this thing. And so there's no delaying. There's no, I was going to work on this task, but I can keep pushing it off. I do that sometimes. And then I also do the opposite where to cut myself off from work. That's usually when I schedule going climbing with friends Mm -hmm. is I'm like, yep, I literally told this person I'm going to be there at five. So I am going to honor that commitment because otherwise, if it was just me going by myself, I probably would override it a lot of the time. Yes. Yeah. It happens. I'm usually pretty good at cutting myself off at the end of the day, but it's like getting up to do things in the morning that I just like, I know I'll feel better if I like get up and, and do some sort of movement or some sort of routine, whether even if it's just like getting up and going to get a coffee and then coming back and like resetting, just like something to like reset, not really reset. Cause I'm just waking up, but like start the day. Yeah. And you know, we can say all that now in the middle of the afternoon where we're like, yeah, all of this logically makes sense. And I love when I actually do this, but God, if when you're laying in bed in the morning and your brain has a totally different take on this, that was me this morning. I even ended up falling back asleep and being like, Oh fuck, what time is it? That hasn't happened to me in a long time, but Mm. you're just a different brain when you're laying in bed. Yeah, absolutely. So we're just, you know, we're come, we're, we're, dealing with that and kind of hoping to come out of that soon. My high of the week happened today. I opened up my inbox and had the final Italy schedule waiting for me. Oh my gosh. How exciting. I've been talking with the people helping me plan it of like, these are the things that I want to do. So like, we've known what we're doing, but to have them say like, these things were confirmed, like, this is what we're doing. I'm like, Oh my God, it's happening. It's happening. It's happening. It's here. It's, it's happening. happening in five weeks. I was going to say, what, even... what's the day count? What's the day count? 35 days? 33 days? Oh my God. Hold, please. Hold, please. One, two, Elevator three, music. Seven, 14, 21, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33, 34, right in the middle. Woo, <laughs> 34. Days. Yeah. That is so fucking exciting. Do all your peeps have their flights booked? Like, not yet. One, one is everyone has their flight booked except for one. One of them uh, wanted to use credit card points, and so she was waiting for those to like go into like to have enough points to book it. Um, And we're and we're there because she was texting me this weekend about um, what people's flights were. So okay, so the the answer actually is yes. Then (laughs) I I haven't gotten confirmation that she's booked it yet, but it will be booked. Yay. Oh, it's happening. How does it feel? Like your first eating expedition trip is about to fucking happen in a month. Number one emotion, so fucking excited. Number two emotion, some of that excitement, there's like, there's like, it's like overflowing excitement in the, in the part that's overflowing is like anxious excitement. Oh yeah. (laughs) And so it feels so good. I, I, I like pinch myself sometimes or I'm like, Oh, like I literally have people trusting me to like take them to Italy, which feels really good. But I also just like, I was talking to my therapist about this yesterday and I was like, I just want everyone to have like such a good fun time. And she's like, Morgan, you can't control their emotions when they're on the trip. And I was like, Oh, <laughs> but I, I want know, control. But 
<laughs> I know. And so I'm like mentally preparing myself because when was when was the last time that you traveled and didn't have anything like go wrong, like a hiccup? Hmm. Never. There's always something. Never. And so and so I'm like, Morgan, it's not going to be 100 percent perfect. It's unrealistic for you to think it's going to be 100 percent perfect. Like you're just going to have in like, and like, I know that, and I'm super cool with that for myself, but there's, I feel like there's just like pressure of other people are relying on me that I want it to be perfect for them. Even though I know it's not going to be perfect because that's an unrealistic, unrealistic expectation. And there's not been a single trip that I've been on where everything has like checked every single box. Well, and I think the people who are drawn to the trip and who are going on the trip with you are in the same mindset of as you, like, they're not going to be Karens who are like, why the fuck was my coffee without ice cubes or what the fuck ever? I was just looking at you holding your iced coffee. You know, <laughs> they're going to be chill. Without ice like, cubes. Yes. They're going to be like, this is part of it. Like, this is great. It's really not a big deal. Like I went on that climbing trip. That's, I would say in the same industry as eating expedition, except it's revolved around climbing and traveling. Right. And when we went on that trip, like I can't name anything that was so awful to where I would not go again or like would say, oh man, this is really fucked up. But there were little snafus that don't care about at all. Like there was an issue with food at one point. Um, I can't even remember what it was. It was just like a miscommunication about timing. It really doesn't fucking matter. It's not a big deal. And so all these things that you're going to be hyper vigilant about because it's your trip that you're facilitating, other people are going to be like, this is the shit that happens when you travel. So it's going to be great. Yes. What I'm saying. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for that validation. (laughs) Yeah. And like, and like logistically, I know that I just, you know, I sometimes have unrealistic expectations of how hyped I want everything to be. So managing that. I'm going to put this question into the universe, which I don't think Mm. we have time to get into today, but I'm just curious and maybe we'll record an episode on it, but like, what are you going to do with your design studio and super bill and all the other things while you're on this 10 day trip. Well, Superbill knows that I'm gone and I'm just not going to work. I'll have an out of office email up and we'll send them probably to Hannah. Honestly, I'll probably just put out of offices up for everything. And um, I don't think there's anything pressing, pressing enough in my design studio that requires immediate attention. I have a few clients that I'm working with now and that'll go through the end of September and they know that I'm taking this trip. And so everyone, everyone's aware. The one thing I need to remember to do is, so my contact form on show it, my website builder, I need to change that like confirmation message because just because someone submits that, like they won't get my out of office email because it's going through my website. So I need to remember or like put a little announcement banner at the top of my website and be like, in Italy until September, well, 17th, which is a Saturday. So I'll probably say the 19th. Um, we'll respond to you then. Awesome. That took way less time than I thought it would to think through what you will be doing. Which is Out great. of office emails. I'm probably going to be like, thanks for your email. I'm in Italy. Follow along my Instagram here and I'll email you back later. Perfect. Yes. So if anybody listening emails Morgan at any of her million businesses, she going to be in Italy. Yeah. Very excited. Anyway, those are my highs and lows. What were yours? Love it. So I was actually looking at my calendar because I'm like, what are my highs and lows? I'm in a total like drowning a bit mode this week. And I feel like I say something along those lines every single week. And I really don't want to um, 
be modeling the grind because I truly believe in work-life balance and figuring things out. It's just, there's so many like changes and growths going on at every single thing I'm doing right now. So I'm just like, fuck, I can't find enough hours in a day. So maybe that's my low is I feel like I'm drowning a bit and I'm really trying to prioritize. I'm working a bit to the wire. Like I have a grad school assignment due tomorrow night and I'm not going to do it until tomorrow because I can't even open it because there's so much other stuff that's more pressing today. And I just have to be okay with that. And then I also have a 10 page paper due next Sunday that I have not started yet. So did you have a 10 page paper due this past Sunday too? (gasps) That one was only five pages and I did do it and (laughs) it, it was great. And I did it on a weekend in like a three hour block and it was fine. And so that's really how I function with these big things that I don't want to do is I'll kind of piddle around a little bit and then I'll sit down and do it. (laughs) So I know it'll get done, but it's just going to be stewing in the back of my mind until Mm -hmm. I get it done, which I'm just okay with. Um, But I'm going to say that my high of this week Two things. One is I started with some more (laughs) new business coaching clients who I just feel like my people are coming to me and I'm just, it makes it so easy in a sense of like, I feel really connected to my people. I know exactly the kind of tidbits to trickle out to them, to not overwhelm them and kind of orient them to get to where they want to go. And I feel so great about this. Like I am in my zone of genius. I know I'm a good business coach. And it's just so fun to talk about business and then hear what other people are doing too. And I'm like, oh, I really like that. And I can take little nuggets as well. Um, And the second thing is this is week number three of my business apprentice, Caitlin, being with me. And she is fucking rocking it out and making my life so much easier and helping me do tasks that I have literally been sitting on for like probably a year at this point. And she's so... Um, like self-driven and takes things and runs with it. And she'll present something to me and be like, was this what you were looking for? And I'm like, exactly. Thank you. I like am so in awe of her. I love that. Those types of people are like some of my favorite people to work with because those are the types of people where like, they're going to take something and do it. And even if it's not a hundred percent, what you wanted, like are usually the people that are like pretty dang good with feedback too. And they're like, cool, this was just a starting point. Like, let me go make those edits. And then, oh my gosh. Yay. Yay, Caitlin. Yay, Yay. business coaching clients. Oh my gosh. Shout out to Caitlin. Shout out to my business coaching clients. Um, Yeah, so I'm feeling really good about all that stuff. And I I can't wait to see how Caitlin grows and what she learns from doing all of this with me. Um, She's very much entrepreneurial-minded as well. And she's a dietetic student. So I'm... Side note, I'm reading the book Super Bosses right now, which was a recommendation from a business coach. And it's really awesome because the essence of it is people working under you will go off and do the thing you're doing. And we should be celebrating that. Like Mm -hmm. we want to be creating spawns of ourselves and like what a gift it is to do that. And so (laughs) Caitlin, uh, when she started with me, she was like, I just want to be your little minion. I'm like, that's perfect. So I'm like, Caitlin will be my spawn in the world. And at some point go off and do some bomb ass stuff as an entrepreneur. And I can't wait to see it. But right now I'm going to really utilize and celebrate all the things that we get to do together. And I'm just so happy. And she's going to meet the Nourish Colorado team this week, which would be cool. (gasps) So exciting. Oh my gosh. That makes me so happy. Yes. I just instantly got a mood increase from talking about that. that. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I love it. But that's me this week. So here we are. Here we are. Well, you ready to dive into today's episode? Let's do it. 
Today, we're really talking about asking for what you want in your business. And this can go in so many different directions, as many of our topics can. (laughs) Yes. But what do we mean when we're talking about wanting people to ask for what they want? So two things come to mind for me. And I feel like with each of these, it just like branches out so much. It's asking for what you want in like one-on-one work with people, which I feel like is what comes to mind for most people. When we say like, ask for what you want, you're like, oh, I'm literally going to have to like ask someone else for what I, for what I want. But this is something that has stuck with me for a long time. I'm pretty sure it comes from Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert and a few other sources, but we also have to ask for like what we individually want with like within our vision for ourselves and for our businesses. And like, I always say like, you know, you have to put it out in the universe, like the universe is listening. And if you keep it hold up inside of you and you just only talk to yourself about that, like no one else is going to know. And I think there's so many connections here with like kind of like a networking sense too, of like, if you, you know, say something in passing to someone and they're like, oh, well, I actually know someone to connect you with. You're like, oh, and like that never would have happened unless you are sharing your ideas with other people. Oof. Yes. Okay. Let me ask you this. Let's take it from the very beginning. If mm-hmm. I were to ask you or bring up this topic of what do you want? And you were baby entrepreneur, Morgan, like just thinking about design studio, would it resonate? Would you be able to speak to that? Like, where would that put you if I were to ask you that question at that time? So we're going back to like, right. When I'm starting my design studio headspace mm-hmm. and you're like, Hey, what do you want? Ooh, I would tell you, and I feel like this still like holds true. Like I want to be able to run a company that allows me to travel as much as I want. Oh, I love that. You knew exactly what you wanted. Well, it's the reason I started my design studio. (laughs) Your, your why it was, yeah, it's my why it's my, it's, it's the, it's the personal part of my why, like my why within my business is being able to support people in our industry, but like In doing that and being financially successful in my business, I'm supporting my personal vision of being able to travel as much as I want. Love that. And look at you. You're doing it. Okay. I was just talking. I was just talking to someone about this and I had never put this together of, well, maybe we've talked about it on here before, but I was like, oh yeah. Like I want to be able to like, oh, we talked about the digital nomad episode. We're like, I'm like, oh yeah. I want to be able to like travel and work someday. And then I was talking about whenever I lived in Italy a few years ago, building my design studio. And they're like, that was literally you doing what you wanted. Like you Mm. put it out in the universe and like, you did it. And I was like, oh shit, you're right. I did do that. I'm like, was that me that said that to you? (laughs) Um, It was either you or Heather Kaplan. (laughs) Oh, perfect. I was like, somebody who's a seven said that to you with like cheering you on and being like, look at what you've done. Um, amazing. Yeah. Okay. I love this question. Throwing it right back at you. Whenever you were first starting your solo practice, (laughs) what did you want? Mm. See, that's, what's hilarious to me because well, one, I have a really hard time with my memory one, but two, like going back into that mindset of where I was at, because so much of my entrepreneur journey, which I think a lot of people can relate to has just been absolute fucking chaos and just doing it. 
And so there wasn't in the beginning, a lot of time for reflection of like, what do I want? What do I need to ask for? Like, what is this? Um, but I can tell you, I didn't know that I wanted a group practice and I can tell. And so I, I didn't ask for a group practice right off the bat. And I didn't ask to do business coaching right off the bat. And I didn't ask to have a business podcast, but looking back, all of those things make sense for me. And I, I love what I'm doing. So it's, I didn't even know what to ask for. I, I couldn't have asked for more. This is all fucking amazing. But I, I think all I could ask for, like, can I just get a few clients when I was starting out? Like, can I just make this work? Can I just figure out insurance? And it's almost like you don't know what you don't know to ask for. I was, you took the words right out of my mouth. I was like, you, yeah, you, you don't know what you don't know, but when you figure out what you do want, that's when you have to ask for it. Mm, Yes. What have you had to ask for what you want in your business? Like, do you have concrete examples of people you've had to ask things for, or like other things you've put out into the, the universe? And I, we get a little woo woo around here, but I also want to acknowledge it's not as simple as asking the universe for what you want. There's intentions that have to be made and steps that have to be taken. And um, I'm rambling, but answer my question. No, I mean, but to, to note on that, correct. Like you do, like, it's like a nice little balance of like putting it out in the universe, but also like, not just like sitting and twiddling your thumbs, waiting for it to happen. Like you do have to do a little work. Take some action, people. Take some action. That's what we're going for. Be brave. Man. So uh, things that I have had to ask for specifically, you know, I mean, truthfully, I feel like so much of so much of how I've gotten to where I am has been like putting it out in the universe and just taking baby steps to get there. And I'm sure that there were some asks along the way. The thing that stands out to me the most of like, actually, I don't even know if it, it, it either of us asked this, but we had so many conversations together about how we loved the idea of doing a podcast, but neither of us wanted to do it alone. And we God, we probably talked about that. What? three, four times at least until I have no clue which one of us initiated it. (laughs) I was just thinking, I was like, did you ask me or did I ask you? I don't know. One of us asked the other one though. And that's how it came to be. Honestly, I think I asked you because I am very much of the mind, ask for what you want. Mm -hmm. Um, And we were already talking about were we talking about conference? I think you asked me about conference, about doing a conference. Yes. And then maybe we I realized we had, asked. we realized we had way too much to talk about. <laughs> and you're probably like, let's do, let's do a podcast. Yeah. Let's talk about it and let's just fucking hit record. Yeah. Mm. But I will say, I mean, I, I am even, I'm even reflecting back on whenever I was living in Italy, my, my very last post on like day 90 as I was leaving Italy was like, was basically a reflection of, of what we're talking about now of Mm -hmm. like, you have to put it, you have to talk about what you want because if you don't like, you're never going to take a step forward to getting it, achieving it. And I mean, there's been times too, where I've asked, like I've put it out in the universe of like, this is what I want to do. And the universe is like, psych, this is actually what we're going to give you. And it's been like the best thing ever. Oh, 
Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So even if you ask for what you want or you kind of think, you know, like you may not get exactly the thing. It's not transactional of like ask to have a private practice and the world will deliver. It's like ask for something and then see what happens. Exactly. And like be open to it. And you know, I mean, there's like, there's so much nuance with that. I feel like we're like talking in like poems right now. (laughs) Read, read between the lines of what we're saying when we say, ask for what you want. Yes. Interpret it exactly however your brain wants to, because none of this makes sense. Um. (laughs) But I even remember like I, whenever I was planning the very first eating expedition trip, like I'm like, universe I want to take people to Italy in October of 2020 and they were like psych we're doing a pandemic you can't travel and with that time off I was able to develop a brand and actually clarify that and actually do a little bit of pivoting within that that allowed me to get to where I am right now and and I think even just to continue to talk about it too like there's so many different ways to ask for what you want. Stop. I literally was just thinking that as you were talking, what the fuck carry on. (laughs) I mean, so for like, for the eating expedition, it's, you like have to be direct about it. You can't just be like, here's this thing. You're like, here's this thing. Sign up for it. Mm. Obviously not like that aggressive, but I don't know. I like that intensity. Bring it. I think there's like a fun way that my, like my like copywriting brain is like, there's probably a fun way to, to do that, but like asking people to sign up for the eating expedition. Um, I mean, I can't tell you how many times that I've like gone to networking things and they're like, what do you do? And I'm like, I have this really cool company called the eating expedition where I host food focus trips around the world. And we're going to Italy in September. And they're like, Oh my God, that's so cool. And I'm like, yeah, it is. Do you want to come <laughs> put them on the spot? Literally, I I do. I mean, first of all, not to like toot my own horn, but like, who wouldn't want to come to that? True. <laughs> um, but it opens up a conversation. And they're like, they're like, oh my god, yeah. Like when, like when is it? And I'm like, you know, we'll tell them when it is. And it usually opens up to like, hey, here's the website if you want to go like read about it. I always, I usually joke about them. I'm like, joke with them. I'm like, you know what? I could probably talk your ear off right now, but like, here's the website. Here's the Instagram. Go check it out. Would love to have you come on the trip. It, it was through a few things like that, that people signed up for the trip. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. There are moments of literally asking for what you want of like, I'd love to have you, you should come, here's the sign up. And then there's moments of not realizing you're asking for what you want. So like, for example, for me, when I was in solo practice as a dietitian treating eating disorders, I was kind of stirring when I hit my first year and I was like, huh, this is great. I love this. I got more referrals coming in. Mm, What's next? Like, I love doing this work and I'll probably still, I'm obviously still going to do it, but like, what, what can I do? And then I'll, I don't remember how I came up with the idea of hiring somebody. Maybe I had talked to some colleagues or um, saw people doing stuff and I was like, that's it. And then I like hired somebody. So in that moment, I was really asking to have a group practice and I had no fucking idea what I was getting into <laughs> at yeah. this point, you know, we're nine people deep, but I asked for it. I was like, I'm going to hire this person. And then it kind of started and mm-hmm. has been a butterfly effect in a really amazing and hard way. Yeah. I will say, and I'm curious if you experienced this too. I, 
I feel like I've gotten better about asking for what I want the older I've gotten and the more experience I have under my belt as an entrepreneur, because I can think back to like even college Morgan. I had some pretty big ideas. I I was okay asking for what I wanted, but it was very like I was more timid. I, my brain would constantly go to worst case scenario and what I have like learned over the years is that like one, like this is such a cliche, but I'm going to say it. The worst they can say is no. Mm-hmm. And they will, people will say And they no. will. And, and there it's, you know, my own work of being told no and managing those emotions. But Probably the biggest thing, I think this just is kind of parallel with also working in mental health. And I I don't know if I would have ever come to terms with this if I hadn't been surrounded by mental health professionals is that people aren't mind readers. Mm. And so I remember like growing up, even in, even in college, like there were things where be like, I really want to do that, but I would keep it to myself. And then I'd get like a little passive aggressive when it didn't happen. And like reflecting back on that now. And I'm like, no, Morgan, that's because like, you literally didn't ask for what you wanted. And, and I grew up in a very safe environment where like, I wasn't fearful of asking for what I wanted. And so I think, you know, some of that plays into it. But yeah, I realized that like no one through, through growing up, through being in college and then being in the mental health space, I feel like I've gained, gained so much clarity of like, people can't read your mind. And mm. so you can like, you can like put out hints and hope people catch on to it, or you can just be really direct and ask for it. We love being direct these days. I it makes me nervous still. Oh yeah. I'm I not going to pretend that I'm like. I'm super direct and always ask for what I want. Like, no, there's usually some processing happening before that happens. Yes. See in business and with my team and entrepreneurship, I'm always like, I'm just going to fucking ask and see what happens. And so many amazing things have happened, but in my personal life and like intimate relationships, I'm like, Oh, I'm just a baby. You know, that sound from TikTok, but like, Oh my God. Yes. (laughs) It's so, it's so much harder for me to be direct and be like, help me meet this need or like, I need you to do this for me or with me. Um, so what, wherever people fall and where they have a hard time asking for what they want, like we all have some capacity of that. I think it just comes a little bit easier in entrepreneurship at this point in time, because we're both hitting our strides. Like, Mm. well, I feel like it, I feel like there's a piece of it too, that asking for what you want as an employee felt a lot harder for me as opposed to asking for what I want as the owner of the business, because there's a lot more at risk here. And it's, it's like that mindset of like, I'm, I want my business to be successful. So I'm willing to do whatever it takes. Not, not whatever it takes. I'm willing to ask for what I need because I want this to be so successful. And again, that's because it's, it's all on you in a way, right? Like when it's your own business, if you don't ask, it's definitely not going to happen versus when you are an employee or you're in dynamic with somebody else and you, you think or allude to doing this thing, they might ask you what you want. And then you don't even, you don't have to initiate, Mm -hmm. but it's, it's, there's just a different intensity when it's your own thing. Whenever you think about like the past few times you've had to ask for what you wanted in your business as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, is there anything that 
held you back or any like stories that you were playing in your head that you had to like work through in order to like eventually build up to like ask for it? One thing that came to mind in particular is delegation. That's always not challenging for me, but I have the limiting belief of nobody's going to want to do this or like everybody's reliant on me. I need to be the one doing this, like almost like an egotistical thing. When in reality, I've asked, especially my leadership team for so much. And they're like, yep, on it. Yep. On it. And they do the damn thing. And I'm like, wow, if I would have just fucking asked for help, this could have started sooner and I could have more time freed up to be able to do all the other things I need to do. And it gives them a diversity in their role. It gives them a different purpose. And they quite enjoy it. So I'm like, dang, that was where it was like positive reinforced to ask for what you want. I feel like I'm in the midst of that. And I know we talked about it whenever we did the VA episode of how can someone enjoy these things that I don't want to do? Mm -hmm. I still grapple with that. Like that's like a, I ask myself that a lot as I'm like going through and I'm like, I fucking hate this task. And I'm like, but no one else would like to do this either. So I'm just going to suffer through it. (laughs) <laughs> and it's like, yeah. And somebody else might not enjoy it fully, but they might be good at it too. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just so many different things. Another one that popped into my head was I, I ask a lot of my biller. She's fucking amazing and has her shit together. And there's always going to be little, little snaps to deal with in, um, in billing. But sometimes I'm like, am I being too intense? Am I asking for too much when I shoot her an email about like helping me with a client? And it's like, no, these are people's jobs. And that's what they're here for. Like we, we got to stop expecting bare minimum of people. That's not how this works. If somebody's in an entrepreneurial space with you, we need to push them and they're going to be pushed and we have expectations. And if we all want to get collectively where we're going, we got to ask. Well, and I think like the, you mentioning that brought this up, like one thing that holds me back is not wanting to place a burden on someone else. Mm-hmm. And then I remember it's not my job to manage their emotions to my ask. They can also ask me for what they need. It doesn't have to be black and white. Like it can be asking for what you both need and then meeting in the middle somewhere mm-hmm. or or realizing that what they're able to offer is not going to work for you. And like you having to hold that boundary of like knowing what you want or need and what you're asking for. Yep. And asking someone else to, for that, really, if this person can't do it, it's not that the ask is wrong or incomprehensible. It's just like someone else needs to be asked. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. One thing that I had asked of me when I was trying to think of examples in in business where this came up. So I've talked about this a little bit before on the pod, but my business coach, Ken, who is absolutely amazing. We're definitely bringing him on as a guest. He, So we've been working together for a while. I've been getting coaching from him over a year at this point, and we'll definitely be continuing. And he, being an entrepreneur, he's like, hey, I know you're like in the dietitian space and doing business coaching too. Do you want to come talk to my crowd about how to hire a dietitian? And he kind of pitched Who's his me. crowd. His crowd. Thank you for asking. He is a therapist with a, at this point, probably over 200 people uh, operation. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> talk about someone who is 
bananas in the best way um, and in building an amazing empire and building a legacy of a group practice. And um, so he also, on top of doing that, he has a program called Semi-Private Practice where uh, mental health clinicians, mostly therapists is who he serves because that's his industry, mm-hmm. um, can come and like meet with him. He has different courses, things like that. It's great. Very successful as well. And so he wanted for Semi-Private Practice to have me come on, do a talk together, split the profits, and like get my name out there. And I was like, fuck yeah, great. If Ken hadn't asked me to do that, I might not have thought one, that there would be an interest there Two, even thought of that idea. And three, I would have never gotten in front of that crowd. And now since doing that, we've had a fuck ton of people take that talk. We both made easily probably over a thousand dollars at this point from just that one webinar each. And then also I've gotten like a handful of therapist consulting clients to where I'm helping them build out a nutrition sector at their practice. Amazing. Mm-hmm. So not only it's not even about the money, right? It's but it's about the experience and getting to help people build cool shit in the world. Yeah. So it, that would have never happened if you hadn't asked. I feel like I like get so in my head about a topic like this because it feels so woo-woo and it feels so everything will happen for a reason with the caveat of like, you have to ask for things, but like what is meant to come to you will come to you and get you to the, to the point where you need. I, I have struggled with fear of, I'm going to say rejection slash failure. This came about, I think there's, there's some like impulsivity that is a part of this of like, sometimes I do things way too impulsively and then I'm just like, fuck it, we're going to do it. And it isn't until those things start not playing out the way, not playing out the positive way they were in my head that I'm like, oh, okay, maybe not. One specific example of this is I was getting so antsy to launch something for the eating expedition before I announced the Italy trip. So this would have been like last a year ago, last August. And I was like, I'm going to make September the kickoff month for the eating expedition. Let me host these events. I had like my business coach, my old business coach in my ear of like, you have to ask people, like reach out to them on Instagram, send them a DM. And I'm like, that feels icky. And so there's like a balance between authentic relationship building and asking versus spamming people with messages on Instagram. And I don't think anything I ever do like would be spammy. Like I am a very intentional person, but I could see how it might come across that way. And I think part of it was like, I was so fearful of even asking like my network, like, Hey, I'm doing this thing. Will you buy a ticket? Because I'm like, if all of them tell me no, and then this event doesn't happen, like, what does that say about me? Because it's so public. It's like one thing to like put out, like ask one person for something. And like, if they say no, then you can be like, oh, well, that was like a private conversation between us versus like asking for something and putting it out on the internet and social media. And like, people are going to know if it didn't happen. It feels Mm -hmm. very different. Oh yeah. Yeah. And in a way that's a self-limiting belief, right? Because then it, it keeps you safe of not asking at all of like, Mm -hmm. well, fuck, if that's the risk, 
And then I look like a fool or whatever the thought is, which PS, you're not a fool. That's literally happened to all of us. Correct. Um, then I might as well not ask because I don't even want to deal with that. And it's like, no, this is where entrepreneurs go to die. Like we have to ask, we have to tell people and we have to ask. I think about that a lot for um, like, I, I'm doing some behind the scenes scheming for lack of a better word. We love dreaming and scheming. Dreaming and scheming. Uh, Dreaming and scheming about how to get more word out about values driven group, which is equally funny because I'm like, I have no capacity to take on any more business coaching clients. Like I'm booked out probably. I could probably take on one or two more this year, but other than that, I'm booked. And so I keep saying that one to two more, one to two more. I'm trying to hit my stride um, and like not, not max myself out, but you know, accommodate the people who really need help and are like, asking the questions that I want to answer and support them in. So I want to keep finding out what's going on in people's businesses that they need. So I'm like, okay, can I just email people and be like, Hey, will you just hop on my calendar for a free 30 minute call? I just want to talk to you and hear what's going on in your business. Cause one, that's going to like allow me to help you, which I'm so passionate about Two, It's going to give me an insight into what people's pain points are, which can be used for content and developing materials for like, that's just how entrepreneur brains are. Mm -hmm. And then three, I'm also making this connection with this person, which I love. I love connecting. And I'm like, but is that weird if I just show up in their inbox and ask if they want to connect with me? But then I'm also, as I'm talking this out, I'm like, no, it's not fucking weird. People do that to me all the time. And I'm always so thrilled to connect with them. I was going to say, I was like, I feel like you would love that if someone reached out to you and showed up in your inbox. And so like, yes, it might weird some people out, but the people that are your people wouldn't be weirded out by that. Yes. And not to talk about Ken, my business coach too much, but I actually remember, um, I found him in another mental health entrepreneur Facebook group and he actually messaged me. And I think he, he's so funny. He loves to experiment with stuff. I think he was just blasting people with like, Hey, I have this thing going on. You should check it out if you're interested. I saw your let you posted about this X Y Z. Made it a little personal, and I was like, "Who the fuck?" And then I looked at his stuff, which I think is just a natural reaction from when people ask us of stuff too. Of mm-hmm. like, I, "Who are you?" I don't know you. What are you asking of me? Yes. And then I looked at his stuff, and then I listened to some of his podcasts that he'd been interviewed on, and I was like, "Holy shit! This person is like a kindred spirit. I need to connect." Um, so that's my hopes of me reaching out to other people is that they are, they just want to meet me and they're not going to meet me if I don't ask. Like, I can't just sit here and be like, all right, are they going to come across my 100 follower Instagram? And hopefully I'll get a follow from that. Um, there has to be asking of like, Hey, do you know this exists? And I want to talk to you. Will you talk to me? Yeah. It's also, I feel like it's also really interesting with social media because there's algorithms and play with social media. And so the chances that people are actually seeing all your content is really slim. And so even though it feels like we're putting an ask out all the time through content, the chances of people actually seeing all of those asks is like, they're not. And so even though it feels like a lot for you, because it feels like all eyes are on you, that's not actually the case. And people do better when they see things being repeated, knowing that your content is also not showing up a hundred percent of the time. So you have to like do even more work to get in front of them. Absolutely. I think about that a lot with us, you know, pushing our workshop right now of like, all right, we really are, this is going to be fucking awesome. We have a good chunk of people signed up. 
we want to get more and we really want to make this a robust experience. And like we sent out some newsletters, we're posting on the internet. We're talking about it on here. We're asking people to sign up because it's going to be that fucking good. But then it also is like, oh, do they think we're just saying this because X, Y, and Z, like whatever story we might write in our head of like, we just want to make money off of people or whatever. And it's like, no, genuinely, we're doing this because it's a way to access us and our knowledge and have an experience in the entrepreneur space that's affordable. Mm -hmm. And also, we are so stoked on everything we're talking about. And so, like, how else are people going to know if we don't ask or tell them what we're doing? Like, I literally, um, I've been emailing with this gal on Instagram a bit or just like chatting about different things. And I was like, hey, are you coming to the workshop? And she was like, oh, yes, I've been meaning to sign up. And I'm like, cool, you should come. This will be great. But also if she was like, oh no, I can't for X, Y, and Z reason. I'd be like, that's okay. I just wanted to put it out there and make sure you knew it was going on. We yeah. have to ask for what we want. We have to ask for what you want. One of my favorite things about you is the is like your mindset on entrepreneurship and like you can do whatever the fuck you want in your business. I feel like I get stuck in the, like, can I actually ask for that? Can I actually, like, I have my own limiting beliefs. And I think it's just the fact that, like, because you and I talk all the time, but you're like, uh, duh, you can ask for that. Like, do whatever you want. I mean, prime example, whenever I, whenever we're talking about hiring a VA and I was like, I can ask someone just to work for three hours a week. And you're like, yeah, like you get to make that call. And so that's like one of my favorite pieces about you that you bring into the entrepreneurial space. And it makes asking, I mean, having validation from people just like feels good too, but you're really good at validating that piece from people. Uh, I'm like cheesing so hard right now. Thanks for seeing me. Cause that's all I can ask. And if I could um, narrow down what my business coaching style is, it's um, uh, I used to say this phrase, this might be a little bit different, but I'm thinking of one of my business coaching clients who uh, worked with me in the past who I just adore. And anytime she'd be like, can I do this? Should I do this? And I'd be like, yes. And then she'd be like, well, it's not going to bring in X, Y, and Z or do whatever. And I'm like, sometimes we just do things for the hell of it. Like just do it because you want to, or like do it because you can. And it kind of applies here because it's ask for what you want because for the hell of it, like just see what happens. It's, it's almost like a little experiment or what is the risk if you don't ask? And oh that, God, that you sound like the... my therapist. <laughs> <laughs> my therapist does that all the time. Yeah, I definitely feel like there's such a therapeutic component of business coaching as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like, what what is the risk if you don't ask? What is the regret going to be? Mm-hmm. Risk versus regret and risk tolerance. Because there have been times where I'm like, I can't ask for that because I'm, I'm maxed out mentally. Like I can't, I, I know that if this person rejects me, I, it's just not going to be good. It's just not gonna be good for my mental health. So like, let me write this ask down and revisit it in a month. If I'm in a better headspace. I love that. I think that's a great system. It's not, it's not like I'm out here asking for what I want. Um, a hundred percent of the time, all the time when a thought pops into my head, as much as I love being impulsive, there is, there is, has to be some like actual thought process that goes into it sometimes. Absolutely. And I think it's a transition, right? Of first of all, you don't know what to ask for. You get deeper into entrepreneurship, then you're like, oh, I asked for this and I I received or I asked for this and something came of it. It wasn't exactly what I thought. I asked for this and I was rejected. 
And so you get this confidence through experience of like, I can ask for things. Mm -hmm. And then you kind of slow down for a period of like, asks are a lot of people or for people, right? If I Mm -hmm. ask this person, I know it's going to be a lot. And so I want to pause and be really intentional about this ask, but I still want to ask this. And you realize after so many asks and there's ups and downs, yeses and nos, you get to a point where you're in the brain space of, I can literally do anything I fucking want in this business. So what do I want to do? And I feel like I've hit that in this last year, um, gratefully and thankfully with so much quote unquote success. And I, I say that because success gets to be whatever it, it means for you, but mm-hmm. I, I'm literally doing the things that I want to do and doing them at a high capacity. And there's nothing else I could ask for to be more rewarding. And so now that I have this proof of I've asked for these things and I'm doing it, some things I didn't ask for and I'm doing, and that's cool too. So when I'm asking now, what is it that I want? Mm, like being so specific mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, as now that you mentioned that, like, I feel like that I, I haven't named that pattern in my life, but that feels very right. Cause like in the beginning, whenever I was starting out, it was more just kind of like, all right, universe, like, this is what I think I want. This is, this seems fun. This seems great. And then like, you actually get to experience those things by saying yes. And like, you know, go through some of the the things that have, that you've accomplished, that you've been given or that you've accomplished. And you're like, well, it's not quite like, thank you. Thank you universe for giving me that ask. Not quite what I wanted. So we're going to pivot a little bit. And, and yeah, now it's like, I know what I like. I know what I, it's like, it's like setting boundaries. Like I know what I like. I know what I don't like. I'm going to say yes to the things I like and no to the things I don't. And I'm going to continue to pursue the asks of the things that I want and what growth looks like for me. Mm, 100%. And I almost feel like it's a segue into being on the receiving side of asking, right? Mm -hmm. When someone asks us something, that's the boundary. If we get to decide if it's a yes or a no. Correct. The TLDR too long. Don't reversion of this episode. If you don't ask, it's not going to happen. Things that Hannah and I have both asked for over the last few years, asking people to sign up for something, asking people, uh, asking insurance to increase your rates, Asking people to sign up for any offering, like a free offering, an offering that's paid that they're having to pay for, asking for more in your team members, asking for sorts of collaboration. That's how we got here. And just putting yourself out there and being open to what comes from those asks. Can't reiterate enough. If you don't ask, it's probably not gonna happen. There's no one else looking out for your dreams and goals and visions more than you are. And so be brave show up and make that ask. Thanks for listening to the Weight Inclusive Innovators podcast. If you like what you hear, go ahead and subscribe to the pod on Apple iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Please leave us a rating and review, share with a business bestie, sign up for our workshop, that's my ask, and check out at our website at weightinclusiveinnovators.com. See you next week. Bye everyone.